Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Natural Health Hype Podcast that motivates folks to get excited to reach their health goals naturally. I'm your host, Kiana Del Rey, Certified Health and Nutrition Life Coach, bringing you the latest information on nutrition, non-toxic living, and natural remedies to promote holistic health. Let's hype up for natural health! So today we're going to talk about the dangers of refined sugars in flowers. You know, it's really important to talk about this and really understand what these things are. Um, And so first I really want to dive into what are refined sugars. Um, refined sugars are added to a lot of our packaged foods. They're basically most of the sugars that end in OSE, so glucose, glucose, maltose, dextrose, sucrose, um, high fructose. Those are refined sugars, meaning that they're processed. So checking your food labels is super important when it comes to your carbohydrate intake. Different categories of food that you can see these different refined sugars in. When it comes to our drinks, thinking about sodas, soft drinks, sport drinks, and energy drinks, um, our specialty coffees like frappuccinos and things like that, being careful because even vitamin water has a lot of these refined sugars in them and some fruit beverages. Um, Also being aware of our breakfast foods and like things like store-bought granola and breakfast cereals. And breakfast bars contain some of these refined sugars. Chocolate bars, candy, pie, ice cream, croissants, some breads, they all have some of these fine refined sugars. So definitely keep an eye out. Baked beans and canned vegetables and fruit, um, fruit purees, jams, even smoothies, Um, Things like that, fruit juices, low-fat yogurts are really high in these sugars, sometimes peanut butter and other low-fat sauces as well. But being aware that things like salad dressing, pasta sauces, ketchup, and ready-made frozen pizzas, frozen meals, mac and cheese, they all have a lot of this refined sugar in them. So being aware of that and preparing yourself for for healthy eating. I mean, who really wants to give up ice cream? I mean, I don't. Like, ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. And like, I want to keep eating ice cream, but sometimes it's better if we do things in moderation. So I'm not saying never eat ice cream again or never have a soda again, but being aware that these refined sugars um, wreak havoc on the body. They do so in a lot of ways. Um, Refined sugars can increase our risk to obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. They also hinder us from absorbing Um, key nutrients and um, 
key vitamins as well. So um, refined sugars are directly linked to keeping us from being able to absorb vitamin C. So it impacts the immune system in that way. So it's very important. They're also known to increase the likelihood of depression and liver disease and things like that. So you want to keep it in mind. Sugar addiction. So people, we hear people say that a lot, like I'm addicted to sugar. And what do they mean? They mean they're literally addicted because when we eat sugar, it releases dopamine into our brains and our brains basically want that feeling over and over and over again. And so um, it it becomes really hard on us and our guts uh, really start to crave and want that sugar as well. And so it makes, uh, it makes, Trying to live a a low sugar life, very difficult. So I appreciate your share on that, um, Kay, and your vulnerability in talking about your addiction to sugar. So I talked about what are refined sugars, and refined sugars, to recap, are sugars that end with O-S-E, like sucrose, fructose, glucose. Um, These are all refined sugars, and we find them in a lot of our baked goods and sugary drinks and things like that. But now we're going to talk about what are refined refined grains, okay? And so basically anything that's refined, we can just go ahead and say that it's a bad, bad idea. It's not the most organic form of the food, and therefore it's going to be missing key nutrients, key elements that are crucial um, for our bodies to be able to heal themselves. So refined grains have been milled in a process. Basically, when we stopped using the stone milling process and we moved to the still milling process, it removed the bran and the germ from our grains. And this basically has improved their shelf life. So it means they don't go bad as easily. But we have seen more people needing to go gluten-free or needing to have um, these grain-free diets because the grains that we are receiving in our, in our daily nutrition aren't whole grains. It's because these, this process removes dietary fiber, iron, and many of the B vitamins. Um, we see it a lot in our white bread, cornmeal, um, white rice. It's super important that we, um, we watch out and we moderate these refined grains because they have an impact on our GI system. When it comes to these refined grains, the harmful effects of um, this is high in our gastrointestinal tract. It releases sugar into our bloodstream super quickly, which is um, going to increase that insulin level and make it spike up which over a period of time could prolong the consumption of refined foods and cause inflammation, insulin resistance, and eventually type 2 diabetes. So these things are really important. You know, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of their sugar, a lot of the sugar they're addicted to is too coming from the flour that they're eating. And so um, carbohydrates aren't necessarily bad. It's about choosing the right carbohydrates, complex over simple carbohydrates, so that you are getting the right amount of energy into your body. And so 
that's why I wanted to specifically touch on what are refined sugars and refined grains. It, especially white rice, um, you know, it breaks down in the body of sugar. It's a carbohydrate, and that's why we have to be mindful about what when we're, what we're eating and how our body actually reads it as food. So, is my body going to read this as a fat? Is my body going to read this as a protein? Is my body going to read this as a carbohydrate? Um, and then specifically being like, did I just consume a simple carbohydrate with smaller sugar mar- molecules that's going to spike my insulin levels really quickly? quickly? Or did I consume a more complex carbohydrate that's going to provide my body with more energy over time with more um, longer strains of molecules and its sugar breakdown? So it's like, those are the questions we have to ask ourselves. I definitely um, can understand. I used to love getting the, uh, the mocha frappe from McDonald's before I would like work my job when I used to work this um, call center job, I was addicted to the mopa frappes and I don't think it was the caffeine. I really think it was like all the sugar that was in it. So I completely can relate. Next, I really want to dive deep into like why we shouldn't eat refined sugars and grains and really talk about this. So I want to talk about um, what other people are saying and um, lists. I want to put another link up here. Bear with me. Okay. So I want to talk about this person's blog post. 10 reasons to avoid refined sugars. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this blog post. So in this blog written by Nika Pascual, the founder of Urban Remedy, um, she talks a lot about what refined sugars are, which we've already discussed, but she talks about the 10 reasons that you should avoid it. Now, we've already talked about her number one, the fact that sugar is addictive. So she says, like drugs, sugar stimulates the dopamine, feel-good chemical in our brains. We consume sugars and our bodies create more dopamine receptors that lead us to crave more sugar, ending in a vicious cycle of sugar consumption. Okay, her second point we've already addressed too. We talked about how refined sugars keep us from absorbing um, vitamin C. And she talks about how number two, the sugar damages your immune system, lowering the efficiency of white blood cells for hours at a time after after consumption. Sugar compromises the immune system and hinders our ability to fight disease and infection. She talks more about how sugar robs our body of essential minerals. Sugar can lead to development of cancer. The consumption of sugar is detrimental to the liver. Sugar causes insulin resistance, diabetes, and weight gain. Sugar causes premature aging. Sugar can lead to depression, anxiety, chronic fatigue, irritability, and mood swings, which we cover. Sugar can increase hyperactivity in children, which we've all heard growing up. And sugar can affect your cholesterol. Did any of these come to a shock to any of you all? Or Yeah, I feel like most of us are aware of this. I think the only thing that I might not have been aware of is the part of the aging. I didn't realize that people who ate a lot of sugar were uh, going to age a lot faster than people who don't. So that's, that's something interesting to note. 
Um, and the, the reasoning in sugar can attach proteins to the blood system, resulting in ages, advanced glycation end products that damage the collagen and elastin product production, which are responsible for keeping and maintaining the skin's elasticity. So basically these, uh, ages, advanced glycation end products impact your ability to <laughs> to become wrinkled so everybody we're if we don't want to invest in um cindy crawford's cream <laughs> let's just let our refined sugars go so i thought that that article was super interesting shout out to nika for posting that and being somebody who is also a pioneer and talking about this subject, really talking about holistic health and nutrition and super important. So I wanted to shout out to Chris Kessler. Um, I don't know him personally, but I love this blog that he wrote. It's called the 10 ways refund um, flour can damage your health. And I think it's super important. He got some great stuff in here. I thought I would try something different and uh, read other people's articles and bring them up in the discussion. So I love this because he talks about how refined flowers may be connected to weight gain, metabolic problems, cardiovascular disease, and even cancer. Like, whoa, you know what I mean? When you think about that, like a lot of people don't realize why they should eat whole grains. He talks about um, how basically from the beginning of ancient agriculture, the revolution up until 200 years ago, people ate grains in their whole unrefined form. Whole grains have three components, excuse me, germ, the reproductive part of the cereal grain that germinates to grow into a new plant. Two, bran the hard outer layer of the cereal grain that provides protection against predators. And three, endosperm, the starchy inner portion of the grain. Over centuries, people made attempts to refine whole grains by flour and sifting into larger chunks of germ and bran. However, it wasn't until the invention of the roller mill in the 1870s, in the beginning of the second industrial revolution, that they could finally mill flour into a highly regrained white powder. And this is what I was talking about earlier. When we switched from stone milling to still milling. That is when we stopped getting as much germ and bran in our grains. And that's when our flour really started to um, be basically all sugar. So um, I like this article because he talks about basically what's wrong with it. And it's just not superior to whole grain flour because there's so much sugar inside of it. It talks about how blood sugar, insulin, and metabolic dysfunction can happen, how refined flour is nutrient depleted and full of additives. Things like potassium bromate, chlorine gas, and benzoyl peroxide. To, it's a bleaching agent for flowers, y'all. It talks about how refined flowers displaces healthy foods. And so the 10 harmful effects that refined flour intake can do. So we know um, weight gain and obesity, metabolic syndrome, and type 2 diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, cancer, 
cognitive impairment being linked to Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Basically, they are theorizing that the insulin resistance promotes brain dysfunction by impairing glucose transport to the brain, inducing neuroinflammation and altering synaptic plasticity, meaning how the brain communicates to itself and sends out the wires, which is harmful and harms the brain's ability to learn and memorize. How crazy is that? That they that have, is crazy. That, that is crazy. crazy. Especially thinking about the fact that the 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 rates of Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, and a lot of neurological diseases have been going upwards since like a, a while. We've seen an upward tick probably. I believe they say from like the 80s on, but like to think about the fact that like this, the refined grains play a role in that. Food addiction, like we talked about earlier, Kay, depression, acne, and lastly, gluten issues, which I talked about in the beginning. Yet another problem with the refined flour. So, wow, interesting, interesting, interesting. Now, here in Chris Kessler's um, article, were you aware of all the different ways that refined flour could damage your body? I think a lot of people, I think, well, I don't think a lot of people hear the words refined flour a lot. I think um, most people go and they pick up their bag of flour at the store and they just assume that it's good to go because it's what we've been using for the last, you know, a hundred years. But the truth is, is that um, the milling process really has done damage to taking most of the great parts out of the grain. So whole grains is the way to go. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Natural Health Hype. Take the information you heard today and apply it to your lifestyle so that you can start feeling amazing and restored instead of sick and tired. Was this episode super dope or a big fat nope? Please leave a review and let me know. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Kiana underscore Del Rey or connect with me with any of the links in the description. Until next time.